our nation was met with such horrific and terrifying news yesterday, May 24th, 2022, the death of 19 children, two adults, and a live shooter in a senseless massacre at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Did you awaken this morning like I did in the wake of this devastating news and feel the energy drain from your spirit? What is today? I thought, yeah, yeah, it's Wednesday. Oh, yes. Okay. I'll see Ella today for her swim team practice. My sweet granddaughter, Ella, elementary school age. What if this tragic incident had taken place closer to home and more directly impacted my family? My heart sank and my breathing grew shallow. Where do you put such news? Have you? How do you even get your mind around this in an attempt to understand? The Choose to Think inspirational podcast episode that was supposed to air tomorrow just didn't seem to fit these times. It's a super jazzed and motivational message about resisting the world's message that we women have to do it all, that we must hustle and bustle and grind and get her done, that we should meet everyone's needs like a so-called boss mom. You know, I turned that notion on its head in that episode, but to air this tomorrow, mm, it just felt off. I decided to press the pause button and to reflect and mourn with my nation and with those families who are standing before a wall they think they may never climb. No doubt these parents, siblings, grandparents, aunts and uncles, cousins, they're still spellbound in shock of what has just happened to their precious little one. Yet there was also a pull to just move on. Admittedly, I I can say that the whole world seems to just be going on. Life goes on, right? And maybe I would just not say anything about this and just keep pushing forward and, quote, ignore what was happening around me. Maybe I would just stay positive to keep in my lane to just pull out that lighthearted content because we needed a diversion. Well, I've been grappling lately with my own civic duty with this podcasting and YouTube video platform. I've tended to shy away from controversial topics, hammering down instead on personal responsibility of your own Christian improvement and development. That's kind of my jam. My show and ministry came about from my own experience with a bit of mental illness. I guess we could call it. It was acute depression. The message that you can achieve a joyful and purposeful life and that it starts with your thoughts. That's the overarching theme of the show. It worked and it continues to work in my life by God's good grace, his presence, his strength, and his spirit. And because it works in mine, I know it can work in yours. I've dedicated years to research and trying to figure out the exact method or process that I use to overcome this depression, worry, angst, and just general overwhelmedness. And over time, I put this into words and actionable steps that I've shared with you. Matter of fact, I wrote a devotional with the companion tool called The Seven R's to Living Your Best Thought Life. And you can download and print it for free. Matter of fact, I would you got to get your hands on this book. It is an amazing work and it will encourage you in your walk. I absolutely promise you that it will. For 18 bucks on Amazon, you can have it in two days. It's called Choose to Think, Find Peace, Joy, Hope, Health, and Freedom Every Day. There's a lot of research in that, a lot of encouragement, a lot of personalization. So get your hands on that copy. 
my ministry niche is Christian women like you about my age who are kind of tired of being told how to feel and behave. We don't want to be emotionally driven anymore. And no worries. If you're a guy, I have a few male listeners like my dad and future husband who encourage me and hold me accountable to, to many degrees. Well, like I, you are tired of the imposed worldly standards about your body and your duties. You're taking back your feelings and emotions. You're standing up as mothers and grandmothers to continue to shout from the rafters that there is hope, there is freedom, and there is peace. And you're shouting this to your children and to theirs. You continue to shine the light of truth upon every scenario. You hold on to God and his truth with all that is in you. Your faith is proven stronger through your words and deeds. You don't let go of God. You are brave, strong, and able to do immeasurable things by the grace of God. You endure. You are patient. You stop comparing yourself to others. You believe what God says about you and your identity is rooted in him. You believe what God says about himself. And there you grow stronger and find comfort in these truths. You believe what God says about your life situations and there you find hope. You persevere, you forgive, you love, you pray. And because you have to be emotionally healthy and willing to learn and grow in order to fully live the life God created for you to live, you, you've got to take hold of those thoughts. You have special and unique gifts and talents that the world needs on display that all reflect God and glorify Him. My show is about all of these things, and I try to find folks who will encourage you in your Christian journey. I chat with folks who demystify the so-called Super Sally Christian, perfect in all ways, myth of a woman who really does not exist. Taking thoughts captive is critical in your Christian journey. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind is equally important. Even in this unconscionable situation, this slaughter, can you pull back, take a moment to reflect, and then act? Okay, and you're thinking, Victoria, what on earth do we do in a situation like this? How do we choose to think? Well, can you resist being steered by the way you feel? Because you may feel that all is lost. Perhaps you're afraid that our country is going to hell in a handbasket. Maybe you think there's no hope. Maybe you question the benevolence of our God. Perhaps you rage for more gun control. You stand dazed and confused and filled with angst and grief, unable to wrap your head around these senseless mass shootings. And you have to blame someone, right? So you blame the government, the left, and the right. You fault law enforcement. You point the finger at the church. You feel helpless to make changes because there's so little you can actually control. So... This begs the question, what can you do personally right now? How can you choose to think right now? You know, I heard the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, recently say something like, right this moment, his head and heart and body are in Uvalde. Let's use this as a way to remember how we might also respond. Number one, our head. Can you rise up to continue the dialogue about solutions for these types of incidences? What can you learn? What can you do in the realm of mental health to have earlier detection and prevention and progression of mental illness? What can you think regarding this situation? Can you remind yourself of God's goodness despite all externals? Can you dig deep to ask him to lead you to that ground of peace that surpasses all understanding? Okay, that's our head, and I'm sure you can add to that. What about our heart? 
your heart. You can pray and you can extend forgiveness to the family of this shooter. Have you thought about them? They've lost a mother, a grandmother, as well as a son. Maybe she was the sibling, a sister, even a, a, a daughter. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, these this family of the shooter, they may be filled with shame. Perhaps they will feel ostracized and isolated in this aftermath. So what can you do with your heart? Well, you can make sure that you show gratitude and appreciation for those loved ones who are close to you right now, because we never know when the last minute might be, right? You can hug on your kids just a little bit longer. You can reprioritize and make sure that you're doing things that line up with your values and that you're a teacher of the word. May your heart And I'm not talking about like the the flimsiness of our emotions and feelings. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, about how you love the Lord, our God, your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. That's the heart I'm talking about. What can you do in your heart? What can you muster up that will propel you into action? Maybe it'll help you to change the way you deal with your family members. Maybe with your heart, you will want to proclaim God's goodness even amidst such tragedy. Do you remember the gunner who took the lives of Amish children at West Nickel Mines Amish Schoolhouse back in 2006? Yeah, that was a long time ago, but the collective response from the Amish family members and community astounded so many they chose to forgive. They communally allowed love to trump the hate. They grieved, but they knew the man of great sorrows, the God whose son also innocently died a cruel death the son who bore the hideous weight of all measures of evil and despair yet rose again triumphant over the death that could not hold him down. Number three, in body. Governor Abbott also said his heart and head were in Uvalde, but also literally physically he was there. Though you live far away, are there things that you can do to offer some sort of consolation to the victims? I I was reading a Time Magazine article today. I I was just searching, what what can we do to help these victims? And I found two things mentioned in the article that you and I can both do to help. One is free and the other may cost you a bit. But listen to what the community is doing there from this article. And I'm quoting, amid the political uproar, community groups, lawyers, and hospitals are rallying to provide support for those impacted through organizing blood drives, providing essential services, and fundraising. Two local funeral homes, Hillcrest Memorial Funeral Home and Rushing Estes Knowles Mortuary Uvalde, announced on social media that they will assist victims' families with funerals for free. The San Antonio Food Bank said it would be providing meals to teachers and counselors at at the SSGT Willie de Leon Civic Center in Uvalde. The San Antonio Legal Services Association posted on social media that they are recruiting local attorneys to provide pro bono legal services to impacted families, and Hill County MHDD, which provides mental health services for 19 counties across Central Texas, said in a Facebook post that help is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So there are ways that individuals from across the country and around the world can offer support too, and here's how you can help. Number one, donate blood. Now, that's going to take a little bit of your time. You can simply go to, if you live in Kentucky, Kentucky Blood Donor 
portal.com, just Google Kentucky blood donor and you'll get there. You can look for local fund or blood drives in your area, or you can actually go to a blood donor center. And remember, try to make sure you're healthy as you do that. You're going to want to make sure that your iron levels are up. Make sure you eat something salty before you plan to go donate, maybe at least a half an hour or so before you give blood and be very, very, very well hydrated. Uh, avoid caffeine also, any kind of coffee on the day that you give blood because caffeine is a can be a diuretic, I'm told, and, and so you need to be hydrated. So that's something that you can do relatively easy, and though it may take a little time, you can even ask your employer if they would let you have time off to do that because some employers offer health incentives that allow you to use company time to go support your community. And so that's something you can do. Yes, it, it may not benefit them per se, but indeed it will help a lot of people here locally. And it's a good thing to do because a lot of blood was needed on the spot there. And the second thing that you might consider is sending relief funds to organizations such as the GoFundMe Victims First. This was mentioned in the Times article. And because I know you and you and I both know there are all kinds of scams out there and who knows if the money you give is really going there. But apparently this one's been vetted and you can do your own research there. But maybe just sending a little bit of cash is what you could do that might allow you to be solutions oriented because there's no amount of no number of tears, no amount of grief that we can, that we can bear that will ever essentially help them. If you know what I'm saying, our prayer is a way that, yes, I mean, that's what I want to do. And that's what I know I can do. If we want to think about things that we can do and that we can control, these are just a few ideas. I even thought, gosh, could we write letters to them or, or something like that to encourage them? And you may be able to find other things. And matter of fact, why don't you drop me a note and let me know what you're doing to help when these sorts of situations occur. You know, sometimes it's during the storms that we tend to run from God. And my hope is that during this storm, that though the earth feels like it's shattering at the moment, that you instead will turn to God, not run from him, because he really is a shelter. And I pray that you will discover what that means at this, at this moment. So won't you join me in mind? Let's dig deep into the word of God for comfort, hope, and strength. Let's think thoughts that line up with what God says about this situation. Let's pause to mourn and grieve this American tragedy. Let's be solutions-minded. In heart, let's pray for these families. Let's love our neighbors and our own family members now, right now, being ever mindful of how fleeting life can be. We all need an anchor of hope and support during the storm. Let's forgive others as we have been forgiven, all the while knowing that without a Savior, we would all be sunk. And in body or deed, try giving blood locally or sending money to relief efforts for the victim's family. And now, won't you join me in prayer? Father in heaven, I ask that you would send your amazing mercy and grace to these grieving family members and countless children in this community who are shell-shocked at the moment. Father, there are no words that I could even pray right now. I don't even really know what to pray other than asking that you, our good Father, would send them your spirit and that they would find comfort and peace beyond all comprehension. Father, shore them up, go before them, behind them, and all around them. Protect them, 
fortify them, strengthen them, help them to feel comforted, help them to feel strengthened even by other human beings, by, by their community as they go through this terrible, terrible loss. Father, teach us what you would have us learn. Help us to be solutions-minded and oriented. Help us to step forth and to declare your goodness even when things are like this. Father, you don't go anywhere. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Your word stands. And we will set our hope and our trust on the rock. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.